everyone. It is Friday, January the 22nd, 2021. TGIF, everyone. My name is Arlene Petway, and I'd like to welcome you to the Christpirations podcast. Who do you think you are? I'm still parked in Romans chapter 9, asking God to highlight the scriptures for practical application in my life. The thought that came to me today was, who do you think you are? And I mean that to sound the way your mom or dad would have said it if or when you get out of line. I believe it is a question God is asking me and others as well. I think that people have been guilty of confusing God with somebody else. I have been guilty too. When things seem to go awry, we either question God about what is going on, for example, perhaps this is your permissive will because this makes no sense. Or we make excuses. For example, that's not really what God means. We don't take God's word literally where it is literal. We don't like it, so we twist it to fit our narrative or selfish agenda. In doing so, we create a God in our minds that is not God. That is idolatry. I'll pick up in Romans chapter 9, verses 14 to 23. It says, Are we saying then that God was unfair? Of course not. For God said to Moses, I will show mercy to anyone I choose, and I will show compassion to anyone I choose. So it is God who decides to show mercy. We can neither choose it nor work for it. For the scriptures say that God told Pharaoh, I have appointed you for the very purpose of displaying my power in you and to spread my fame throughout the earth. So you see, God chooses to show mercy to some, and he chooses to harden the hearts of others, so they refuse to listen. Well then, you might say, why does God blame people for not responding? Haven't they simply done what he makes them do? No, don't say that. Who are you, a mere human being, to argue with God? Should the thing that was created say to the one who created it, why have you made me this way? When a potter makes jars of clay, doesn't he have a right to use the same lump of clay to make one jar for decoration and another to throw garbage into? In the same way, even though God has the right to show his anger and his power, he is very patient with those of whom his anger falls, who are destined for destruction. He does this to make the riches of his glory shine even brighter on those to whom he shows mercy who were prepared in advance for glory. I watched an interview between an unbeliever and a Christian. The unbeliever asked the old question about God in the Old Testament and his judgments. The person felt that they could not serve a God that was so severe in his dealings with people. Honestly, I've heard this question, this objection many times, and usually the responder tries to wiggle out of it by saying, This is how God dealt with people back then, as if somehow God evolves. Or they focus on the evident acts of grace and mercy that God showed in the Old Testament, which are true. But this is the first time I witnessed a person not take that route. They went the way of Romans 9 and Jeremiah 18 and Job 38. Who are you to question God? Who do you think you are? Does it make sense for the clay to tell the potter what to do with it? 
Who are you that darkens God's counsel without an ounce of knowledge? Can God not do as he wants? Now, of course, the person was genial and used tact when they responded. But this person made no excuses nor tried to explain God. God is God. Take him or leave him. And I was fascinated. The truth is God is always good. And in his goodness, he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. He chooses some for honor and some for dishonor. He shows mercy on some and on others he hardens their hearts. Now I must admit, this didn't play into my theology. But when I removed my presuppositions and my ideologies about God, I realized this is who God is. God is sovereign. He reigns over everything and, ev and everybody. God made us and not we ourselves. He doesn't owe us any explanations. Now that may seem harsh, but God has no master to answer to. God does what he wants and it is always good because he is perfect. Now the scripture in this passage that stuck out to me is verse 19. You wanna know why? It says, he does this to make the riches of his glory shine even brighter on those to whom he shows mercy, who are prepared in advance for glory. Whoa, I am in awe. God wants those of us who have been given his mercy to see how exceedingly great that mercy is, understanding that we should be objects of his wrath and judgment, just like those who do not receive his mercy. He is long-suffering to those who are objects of his judgment by extending his grace to them. But oh, how great, how much more glory is revealed to those of us who receive his grace and his glorious love. I am a recipient of his glory. My, my, my. I can't tell you how this charged me today, how this changed me today. Who am I that he is mindful of me? that he cares so much for me to lavish his mercy upon me. How can I look at this great salvation and minimize it? He could have rejected me, but he accepted me as his beloved instead. Lord, I am who you say I am. That's who I think I am. Mm -hmm.